Hey, this is Daryl Evans. Your passion for Jesus will be inspiring to others, so keep listening to today's modern worship on WMIE 91.5 FM. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. I am going to have a great day today. Why? Because God is doing great things. When? Today. Today. Not tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Today. God is in the today. Always. Remember this. Make your day count, family. God is in the Today, mm-hmm. this day, remember, if I fail today, then it is my, not God's fault. It is my fault because I, he gave me every day a brand new day to make a brand new start. Not to think about next week, next year, what that's going to be. He, all God wants me to concentrate and be my best right now. He wants to connect with us physically spiritually, emotionally, Come on. financially, yes. relationally, yes. in every way to, to build the kingdom of God in its totality. But first, he, each and every one of us have to be built up as individuals. Then we're built up as families. We're built up as communities. And we're establishing the kingdom of God here in the earth realm. So we have to connect in every area, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially and relationally sometimes we just want to let god like in one area and that's it (laughs) (laughs) or we connect with him and what we we're real strong and believe in god for these one or two things but then in other areas of our life we're a wreck he wants to connect in every area our physical health our wellness he wants to connect spiritually our spiritual man to be built up to continually being feasting on the word to be plugged into the power of God emotionally, which is our soul. I just did a a three-week teaching on the soul. We have to purge our sorrowful soul. We have to allow peace to possess our soul. That's the area that sometimes gets overlooked in church. We talk about the spirit. We talk about the flesh. But there's this third. There is the soul. And the Bible gives us strong direction on how to maneuver our soul so that we're not just overtaken by negative feelings, negative emotions, worry, anxiety, and all these things. So God wants to connect with us emotionally. He will tell you how to come into balance. Do you know that the Bible says he gives his beloved sleep? So you don't have sweet sleep. (laughs) So you don't have to be up at night by the terror, the arrows that fly by night, that is not your portion. So we have to find the place where it is written in the word of God. And then we have to meditate on that word. So when anxiety comes in the night, when terror comes in the night, you could say, look, the word of God says that I am not a candidate for terror by night. The word of God says that he gives his beloved sleep, sweet sleep. And that is necessary because in that in that part where he gives us the sleep, that's also necessary for our physical body. That's also necessary for our emotional state. 
if you're not sleeping good, then your body doesn't have the opportunity to rejuvenate, regenerate as God designed it to do. If, if anxiety and all that is in your emotions, then you're not able to live and to experience the totality of what God has for you in the earth realm. He wants to connect with us financially. Yes. He wants to, <laughs> he wants to get a lot to you and through you. Yes. So we have to connect with him financially. And he wants to connect with us relationally. He made us relational people. Yes. That's why each and every one of us, we have different functions. But we're all of one body. We're all many members of one, one head. head. We're operating, bringing forth the kingdom of God. So God wants to connect with you in every area of life, not just at church, once a month when you go. <laughs> <laughs> he wants every day. He says to Joshua, he says, this book of law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate once in a while. No. Oh. He says you shall meditate day and night. God wants God want relationship. In the book of Genesis, he and Adam and Eve was having great relationship every day. Not once in a while. Every day. And then the devil came in and break it. <laughs> the devil is the one that wants to break the, the, the relationship between man and God. Because the devil doesn't want you and I to have daily contact, daily communion with God. He, he wants to come in between, cut that off, and keep us away from God. And God is saying, no, 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 come back here. <laughs> Adam, where are you? Come back here. Where are you going? Why are you hiding? All right? So on this Friday morning, God wants us to have fellowship with him. It's the plan of God to connect with him. Genesis chapter 3, verse 8. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, where, where are, are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? There we go. Come on. Mm -hmm. Are you obedient? If you're willing and obedient, obedient. you will what? Eat the good of mm -hmm. the land. Mm -hmm. But if you disobey, you're in problem. Go ahead. <laughs> But even in the midst of their disobedience, he was still seeking fellowship yeah. with them. He still made a way of escape when he shed the blood of the animals and made the skins to cover them. When they tried to put forth an inadequate covering, when they tried to sew the fig leaves um, together to cover themselves, to cover their shame, he still there was a sh it still caused there to be a shedding of blood in order for their sin to be atoned. So how much more greater now we have Jesus Christ, whose blood was shed once and for all, for all sin. That is such a powerful statement. His blood was shed once and for all, for all sin. That means that before you sinned, he already shed his blood in order for you to be able to come into the presence of God. Once and for all, it's not happening again. Jesus is not going to the cross again, again. to shed his blood. So we have to receive what has already been done. We have already been reconciled unto God. Our sin has already been atoned 
through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, which means now that there is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. We have to know what the word says, our authority, how the kingdom um, is managed is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. All through the Old Testament, you see uh, they would have um, different um, offerings, different sacrifices, different atonement. Their sin was always before them. But once you get there into the New Testament and Jesus's blood was shed, there was no more. They didn't have to bring no more ram. They didn't have to tackle um, no more nothing. It was already done through the blood of Jesus Christ. He was our Passover lamb. His shedding of his blood was the final atonement. It was the penalty. It was the ransom. So the enemy no longer can hold you hostage. The blood of Jesus is against that feeling, that shame, that guilt, those things that the devil is trying to work to put before you to cause you to feel like you need to be ashamed. Because what did God tell him? Why are you hiding? Who told you? Who who got all up in your head? (laughs) Who told you that? It wasn't me. It was another voice. So we have to know what is God saying because we have voices that go through our head all day, all day long. You got the devil talking to you. You got God trying to get a a message through. You have your own opinion. You have voices of other people who have spoken into your life and they all sound like your voice. So you have to be able to discern what is what. So when you get that John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. Okay. So anything that goes in those directions, still kill, destroy for my life. That's the voice of the devil. Yes. Jesus said, I have come to give you life and to give you life more abundantly. abundantly. Okay. So if it's in that direction, it's God. And if it's indecisiveness and in between, it's me. <laughs> That's right. That's how you can decide. That's how you can differentiate between the mm-hmm. two. And, you know, I teach so strongly mm-hmm. at Celebration that God is specific. God is not vague. Don't think God is vague, so you got to try to figure it out. No, God is not vague. God is specific when he talks. The only thing we're trying to figure out is how to get out of what he says. So one of our excuses, just like when we were kids, but it, I didn't know, right? Our kids love to say that one. I didn't know. You didn't tell me that. And yeah. you know you did. You yeah. know you told them that. You know they know. But that's just one of their excuses not to do. <laughs> God is specific. He said, did I not tell you? And you shouldn't. He did. He's specific. We don't, try, we don't have to try to figure it out. It, the, the word of God is the word of God. Mm-hmm. And there's no private, and we always, and there's another scripture here. There is no private interpretation of prophecy, of scripture. You can't, I can't say, okay, I got it. <laughs> there's no private interpretation. The scripture of God is given to all men, and there's no private interpretation on it. It is straightforward. It means exactly what it says. Okay, it works exactly the way it says it. There's no vagueness. There's no private, you know, I got this. I I have the lock on this scripture. No, we all have the lock on it. <laughs> it's available on to all. all of us. Just like the shed blood yeah. of Jesus Christ. It was shed once and for all, for all. For and all. for all sin. <laughs> yeah. All is all. all. <laughs> and that's what set me free. So when it comes to the scripture of God, it's, it's there. There's no one guy. He knows more. It's the same Holy Spirit. If you lock in, you get the same thing. So my job is to what? Locked in. Now worry about this guy. Just locked into the Word of God. 
just keep goes getting there, and when I'm locked into it, the Holy Ghost reveals the same thing to me. It's the same thing, the same truth. It's one truth. Not many different truths. It's one truth. And that's what set us all free. So not one of us is greater. You remember that? What the Apostle Paul says? Who is Paul? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's scripture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when we want to make one greater than the other. Mm -hmm. You know. Oh, man, this guy, this guy is more holier. This guy got more. No, Paul said, no. Who says that? You know, he said, Paul plant. Apollos water. The increase comes from God. So neither Paul nor Apollos is greater than he is. So that's what set me free. None of us is greater than the other when we come to God. We all come in to the same shepherd. We all come in to God, and he look at us as his children, those that does the will of the Father. Who is my brother? Those that does the will of the Father. Who is my mother? Those that do the will of the Father. That's it. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 reminds us, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have ah. passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry the of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled unto God. You are an ambassador for Christ Jesus. God is pleading through you, so arise and Shine, the glory of the Lord has risen upon, upon you. you, and the light of the Lord is to bring connection within the body. Make your Thank day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Will and Duff with Keller Williams Space Coast Realty is a friendly, knowledgeable, active, and accessible real estate agent here in Brevard County. Keller Williams is known for real estate services all across the world. And Wayland specializes in helping buyers purchase the right place to call home, as well as helping sellers market and negotiate the sale of their single family home, condo, vacant land, or business. Wayland Duff can be reached at 321-536-5973 or visit waylandduff.kw.com. Wayland Duff with Keller Williams Space Coast Realty is your local realtor.